Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, this is the podcast Step by Step, hosted by a revert girl. Exploring my journey into Islam, inshallah today I will be covering the second episode in my series Islam isn't just a religion, it's a lifestyle, where we look at the second pillar of Islam, Salah, which is the daily prayers and how it creates a rhythm in life. So first of all, I'd just like to say a massive Assalamu alaikum to all my viewers. Alhamdulillah, we are now in around 10 countries. So that is extremely exciting. I have recently started a new Instagram page. So please check it out. It's called Step by Step Islam. And Alhamdulillah, Eid Mubarak. Isn't it so amazing that Ramadan is almost already over? It went so quickly. But Alhamdulillah, we're all together, even if it's in lockdown, celebrating Eid together and all that Allah has blessed us. So welcome to my podcast if you're new. I never expected to have this many people listening in. And if you've emailed me, thank you so much for your uh, comments and response. So Alhamdulillah. And inshallah, if you do want to contact me, I will get back to you as soon as possible, either through my email or on my Instagram. Okay, so let's get on to this episode of Islam isn't just a religion, it's a lifestyle with Salah. So a lot of people, when they look at Islam, they look at this, these five prayers and they're like, why do they have to do five prayers that's so ritualistic, that's so boring, like... Why don't you just pray when you want to? First of all, I'd like to make a difference between dua and salah. So a dua is when you do your own personal prayer to God and you just go, this is what's going on in my life. I just really want to pray um, for my family, for example. And this is exactly what kind of Christianity sees as prayer is just a personal prayer to God. However, there is this new idea of salah. Salah is something for me that is just keeps me going. It is honestly the best part of Islam so far. I honestly, I could cry with happiness at the thought of talking to you today about salah. So I just want to start with the Quran verse. And so it's, it, it's Surah 15, Ayah 98. You shall glorify and praise your Lord and be with the prostrators and worship your Lord until you attain certainty. And one thing I'd like to add is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need worship. Allah, as God, is self-sufficient. So as God created us and he created us to choose to worship him, it is actually beneficial to us. And it is found that there are all sorts of different... Um, mental and spiritual and even health benefits in praying and worshipping and taking time to meditate. So certainly this is something which is beneficial to us more. So it is so beneficial to be praying to God. So when I see it, see five prayers in a day, I'll go into all those five prayers. I personally think, oh wow, I get to talk to my creator five times in a day it gives a rhythm to life it keeps you going you go you know 
I have so much going on and this gives me a moment to breathe, to break and remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. As a Christian, I barely prayed, if I'm honest. I prayed probably once a day and sometimes um, that was only saying grace before I ate a meal and just saying thank you God for this food. Um, But I actually found that when I did pray, I would be in a much better mood. So actually having these five prayers that you kind of have to do every day um it means that i when i have done it alhamdulillah i have done five prayers in one day i have felt so much better i felt so much happier i felt closer to allah so i think the reason why these five prayers are so mandatory is because of how important that connection to god is um so i'm just going to tell you what those five prayers are so there's fudge this is performed um before sunrise um, generally at the moment it's around 3am. Um, I really enjoy actually surprisingly getting up for this because I find that in the early mornings before the whole world has awoken, you just it's just you and God. Um, I think this is probably the hardest prayer for most people because getting up is really hard and there have been times that I've got woken up and actually felt quite ill. Um, but it is so amazing to know that even before the birds have started singing, you have prayed your day in. Then there's Dhuhr. This is um, performed at midday. Um, this is, again, um, really important in the middle of the day. You've prayed really early. You prayed in the middle day. And then there's Asra. So this is before sunset. Um, at the moment, that's probably around um, 6.30. Um, Maghrib. Um, Maghrib. Yeah, that's, there we go. Um, and this is performed at sunset. So um, at Ramadan, this is where we would, after that, break our fast. And then there's Isha. Um, I personally find Isha the hardest. I'm not really an evening person. Uh, so at around 10.30, well, really 10 o'clock, I'm in bed, ready, <laughs> ready to sleep, which is a bit different from people my age um, who are all going out at night. But... If you just got to accept the way that you are. So this principle of Salah is to ensure Muslims maintain their faith and devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to increase their taqwa, which is closeness to Allah, and to remain conscious of the importance of faith and submission to their creator. So the whole of prayer is very symbolic. This whole bowing down and humbling yourself before God is something which is so beautiful and it isn't like a ritual which you do emotionless it's something so much more than that if you do it just emotionlessly then you're not getting the benefits of it because this is you worshipping your creator through the words that the creator has given us knowing that that is the best way to worship him so it is so important to know that your whole prayer is the key parts of Islam spoken to glorify God. And I know that in my human understanding, I can never get the words to say the perfect prayer to Allah, but he's been so gracious to us that he's already given us a perfect prayer. I'm just going to go through what generally you would say at a prayer. So to begin with, you say you hear um, Allahu Akbar. So you hear this a lot in the call to prayer, Allahu Akbar is how I remember is like glory to God. 
And then you go, Udu billahi min shaitan ar-rajim. So this is kind of asking for protection against shaitan, which is like Satan and the devils. So then you would say al-fatiha, which is the first kind of surah in the Quran. And this is the most amazing surah because it kind of summarizes Islam. You talk about this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is um, forgiving um, and merciful um, and also is king on judgment day. And then you also ask for guidance to be on the straight path and protection. Um, and it's just, it's so beautiful. I'm just going to say it to you in Arabic. So um, my Arabic again isn't perfect. Bismi Allahi ar-Rahmani ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbi al-Alamin. Ar-Rahmani ar-Rahim. Maliki yomidin. Iyaka na'abudu wa yaka nasta'in. Ittina sirata al-Mustaqim. Asirata adina an'amta alayhim ghair al-Magdubi. Alayhim wala adalim. Amin. So you would say that probably um, around like a mad amount <laughs> every single day. So by saying that, um, you're constantly reminding yourself, I try and remember it in English as well as in Arabic. So I'm there like, ah, oh, Yom, Yomidin, that means he's, he's, his judgment day. So I'm like, he's master of the judgment day. Um, so you then say Al-Fatiha and then you worship our Lord Al-Rob, um, and um, before, actually before that, sorry, um, you choose a surah. I normally go with surah 112, which is about the oneness of Allah. Kulhu Allahu ahad, Allahu asamad, ulad, lahu kufu ahad. And that is just basically really claiming ahad, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the um, praising him for who he is. It, I personally just hold on to that because... Um, Obviously, when I was a Christian, I believed in a triune God. And so having this awareness of the oneness of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, it just really blows me away. And then you um, lean down a little bit um, and you just carry on constantly praising Allah. And then you go down onto your um, and your head touches the ground and... Um, that is something where you're at your um, most vulnerable before God, but also you're fully showing your respect and worship to Allah. And one thing I absolutely love is that you're following all of the prophets before you. And also you're doing it with the whole of um, the ummah around. It's amazing that we all are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the same way. Um, and then um, at the end, generally I would, um, there's a little bit that you say, but it's basically putting blessings onto Muhammad, the Prophet Ibrahim, um, and also just, again, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so that is kind of uh, in a very... Um, <laughs> short explanation what is a part of the salah um i'm not the best um yet um at praying five times a day but thankfully i have actually learned the whole of the prayer 
I don't know it completely in English. So inshallah, um, I will be able to better explain um, the prayer in the future. But this is my understanding right now. I always do a dua at the end, um, which I find so I've calmed down. I've just been able to recognize who God is, concentrate on Allah. And then I'm able to do my own personal requests. I think that's so important that you worship God first. So you're not just going to God, you know, I always used to go, Lord, I really want this when I was a Christian. But like that's going to God with a shopping list and going, no, actually being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, giving him praise through the words that he's given us is so much more important. And then in my dua, I just feel so calm and connected to Allah by the end of the salah that I can just request to God what I need, thank him for all that he's done in that day. And the thing is, because I've got five prayers each day, I can constantly reflect and be like, look at all that I've got already today. And because you've got these five times to reflect and be grateful, it just increases your happiness, it increases your um, faith and your iman. And it's just something which is so extremely special. So actually, before you say the dua, you end the salah saying "Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh" to each of the angels on the side. I actually love angels. Maybe I'll do a series or uh, an episode at least on angels. But when you you turn around and there's this idea that you have a, a good angel and a bad angel, and they're the size of mountains, and they are there recording your your doings. So actually, recognizing that you're accountable for your own actions and accountable to ask for forgiveness and constantly having those five prayers to know that you can ask for forgiveness and Allah is so forgiving and so merciful we're so blessed and that he accepts our our prayers and I just really pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really does accept our du'as over Ramadan and in this year so Hopefully, inshallah, you've been able to see how much I enjoy the prayer. Personally, I really think that the prayer creates a whole different lifestyle. A lifestyle of self-reflection, a lifestyle of gratitude, a lifestyle where you can just constantly worship God, remember him. And it says in the Quran, I don't know which verse, that those who reflect on God will find peace and that is what I found if you listen to my last podcast I have a lot going on right now um but alhamdulillah alhamdulillah I'm praying alhamdulillah I'm so much happier than I have ever been I honestly I was I'm doing a dua last night and I started crying so grateful that in this difficult time I have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I have a way that I can worship, find peace and take a break outside of this really hard time at the moment with the lockdown, with so much death, with so much uh, just conflict. It's so beautiful that we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at our side and it is not something which is ritualistic in a way that, oh now I'm going to say this and I've learnt these words. I really challenge if you are a practicing Muslim praying and don't know the words that you're saying to learn them because there's so much love and meaning in it and it will make your prayer 
so much more meaningful. And prayer is supposed to be, it's not supposed to be monolithic or your personality just suddenly leaves. I'm a really enthusiastic person. So I go in my prayer to Allah, I show my enthusiasm, I show my happiness, I show my gratitude. If you have different personality traits, Allah made you like that and you shouldn't be emotionless. The whole of prayer is yourself worshipping your creator. So it is about you as well as the creator. So don't lose yourself by just saying random words, but really portray who you are to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I just can't even begin to tell you how lucky we are that Allah gave us and gifted these prayers. I get so excited. I'm like, when's the next prayer? <laughs> um, I've been I've given been given such a gift of enthusiasm for prayer because I know other people find it really difficult. And for sure, when we get busy, when life gets really hard, it is really hard to pray. But I think that in those times, it is the most important to pray. As it's a lifestyle, if we pray more the easier it will be in hard times, in the times where we are tested. If we turn to prayer, how much more will Allah reward us? Think about all that times that we've been tested and if we have gone, say right now I'm having a lot of testing with um, losing a family member and I turn and I pray about it and I feel like I can deal with it. I feel like I everything will be okay. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has give, gifted us these prayers. For every part of our life, if we have made it a lifestyle to, to have these five prayers every single day, we will be able to be happier, to be able to deal with everything that we are faced with and we will be rewarded for it. This is why it's the second pillar of Islam, because of how much God knows we need prayer. We need prayer so much more than we can ever think or even imagine. And I truly, truly recommend um, that you guys reflect on this ideology that prayer is a lifestyle, that we should have constant remember, remembrance of God and we should always, always um, appreciate and not dread and hate prayer. Even when we're busy, really recognise the importance of taking a break, remembering God and knowing that everything is going to be okay. Inshallah you've enjoyed this. I didn't completely prepare as much uh, for this episode as last time. So um, I'm sorry, I've just, as I said, got a lot going on right now. But inshallah, you've enjoyed it and um, you've been able to be blessed. I have honestly loved talking about Salah, my favourite part of Islam. Obviously, Muhammad, um, peace be upon him and Allah are my favourite favorite parts. But yeah, I am so blessed to ha- now be able to pray through my life and create it into a lifestyle of gratitude, of happiness, of peace, constantly remembering God. So, assalamu alaikum. Until next time. Assalamu